The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash centralpasportsmed to learn more. Welcome back, everyone, to another week of our episode of the PA High School Football Report podcast. I'm Nebia Sias here with my co-host, Brian Linder, the sports editor at Penn Live. Brian, how you doing this week, man? I'm doing great, Nebby. It's a big week for the PA High School Football Report podcast. I never lost faith. I always believed in my marketability and, and my good looks and my charm. <laughs> I, I wasn't always so sure about you, my man. <laughs> but we got a sponsor. We got a sponsor. Yeah, we and do. A, and, a, and a major one. Absolutely. Pinnacle. UPMC. I mean, let's talk about it. I mean, they're out here saving lives each and every single day. Um, You know, we talk about PA high school football a lot here on this podcast, in particular the mid-pen, but we have a lot of central PA standouts that join us here. And at a lot of those football games, you see UPMC on the sidelines, man. So shout out to UPMC. Thank you for sponsoring us and, you know, a great partner in addition to Penn Live. Hey, they helped save my life up until this point. You know, I've alluded several times to the fact that, you know, a couple of years ago I had I had cancer. And at one point, it wasn't looking good. And I had a doctor who uh, caught some things there at Pinnacle, helped save my life. It's a major, major uh, sponsor here. We appreciate them. And, and we're doing, you know, because it's not really getting about behind our podcast, but getting behind these kids, man. We, we're telling good, you know, good stories about great players around the state and kids doing great things. So big shout out to them. Great week for the PA High School Football Report podcast. And guess what? With a big sponsor, we got a big guest. And I mean, literally. Figuratively, all right. <laughs> Joey, I'm I'm from South Carolina, and I am going to mess up your last name. <laughs> if I say it one way, it's going to be the other. Introduce yourself, my man. All right, uh, Joey Schlopper. That's how it's pronounced. Penn State tight end uh, commit from Exeter Township. What's your height and weight, my man? Right now, what what's the updated height and weight? Yeah, actually, it's a great question to open up with because. It's a lot higher than what I'm listed at on most of the, the recruiting mm. sites. So I'm 6'6", six, six, that's correct. But I think since I was going up there for visits and stuff, it's definitely gone up. So I'm up, I'm about hovering 215, 220 right now. Okay. Because I think a lot of recruiting websites have you at like 205. Right, yeah. Nebby, watch Joey's film, man. He is a huge guy, got the big catch radius, runs around, makes plays. Exeter had a great season last year, man. I know you've watched his film. I know you've you've – Read up on it. What do you think about having Joey on here today, man? Brian, not only did I watch Joey's film, I actually got to see Joey play live. You guys played Cedar Cliff out at Lampeter Stroudsburg, if I'm not mistaken. And your, your your running back, Eric Nangle, had like six touchdowns that game. And I saw you play a little bit that game, too. So I'm a bit familiar with you and how, you, how you, your season went this past season. Yeah, no doubt. We had a very successful season. That game in particular, I think Eric kind of took the workload, so I was completely okay with that. He had like touchdowns. So it was kind of like that the whole season. There was a group effort from everybody. Everybody contributed. Got the district championship, first one in school history. So definitely was one to remember. So, Joey, man, you know, right now we're in, we're in the spring right now, and, and actually we're two weeks out from that blue-white game. You know, it's, it's a lot of times it's a big time for guys and stuff. Uh, what are you doing right now? Are you doing any 707s, anything like that, just working out? What's keeping you busy right now, my man? Yeah. Um, so right now I just started going to garage strength recently with Dane Miller. I'm doing that. Four, uh, yeah, four times a week, usually. I'll be going there after this, actually. And then we'll have strength, obviously, every morning for school. 
Uh, we'll have morning workouts on usually it's Wednesday mornings, but this week is Friday uh, just for our team. And then every other Sunday for our extra team, we'll have a seven on sevens. We uh, we played Fleetwood, I think, this past Sunday. Uh, went very well. Just kind of getting the rest off a bunch of guys is, you know, a big step. But I think a lot of young talent that we have coming in look very uh, promising. Garage strength. That sounds a little gritty, man. I like that. You know, you know, right now I'm a three, four nose tackle. I'm coming out and passing out. I got to lose <laughs> a few LBs, my man. But, uh, but you know, I used to really be hardcore and working out. And I'm going to get back into it. Actually, just ordered a home gym. But what, what are those workouts like, man, the garage strength? And then with the team, obviously, to go from 205 to 220, it sounds like you've probably been putting in some work. Yeah, no, for sure. And it's not like fat or anything like that. I know that. So I'm not sure if you're familiar, but that's uh, the same guy Nick Singleton went to is, is uh, run by Dane Miller. I wouldn't say world class, but he's like a really like well-known trainer and just weightlifter just for athletes uh, around the area. Uh, he's had like multiple guys compete like in the Olympics and like place in the Olympics for like, you know, shot put, discus and javelin, that kind of stuff. And like I said, Nick Singleton goes to him too, or at least he did in high school. He knows what he's doing, and I'm not the first guy that he sent to Penn State. So, I mean, he's putting me on the right track. He got me with some earth beds, <laughs> earth bed <laughs> supplement, which I didn't take up until now. And I think, you know, a lot of stuff culminating together by uh, eating habits have definitely increased as well. So it's just a, a lot of stuff coming together to get to that 220. I got to tell you, my man, if he was the secret to Nick's success, because like Nick Singleton was always a good player. And I've told Nick this even when I talked to him in an interview I did after he won a Player of the Year award. Nick was always a good player, right? And a very good player. But mm -hmm. the explosiveness that you see that goes from like mid his sophomore year to his early junior year to his senior year yeah. was crazy, right? He had, a, he had a different level of explosiveness. And so, man, if, if that was the secret, man, you're in the right place. You know, you can get a little bit of that because I feel like you're already your size, man. You're a rangy guy. You can run and you got a little bit of that to you, too. So. Yeah, yeah, Joey, uh, Brian kind of segued into my next point there. I mean, you mentioned that you you trained with a guy who trained Nick Singleton. I mean, kind of talk to us about the mindset and preparation for going to Penn State. I mean, you, you're about to play with guys like Nick, Bo Prabula, Anthony Ivey. I mean, what sort of have been, you know, in the back of your mind getting ready for that next platform, which is ultimately the collegiate stage? It's definitely a huge step. But mm -hmm. yeah, my brother, I'm not sure if you guys know, but uh, my, my older brother, Michael, well, half brother, we the same mom. Uh, he played at Penn State and is now signed with the Packers. He's actually in the area right now, but he's been such line just uh, over the whole recruiting process. And, you know, as I'm making this transition, like you guys said, to just kind of to lean on and kind of talk to him. And, and also, like, the relationship that I have with the coaches just makes it so much easier. I, I think it just made it so much of an easier choice for me, just purely based off the relationship that I had with Coach Howe, especially. Mm -hmm. Names like that around the county, like I see, like, those elite players, you know, going – going up to Penn State, and I don't think, what, Anthony didn't go up early, did he? I don't think so. But Bo and, and Nick are up there, uh, both already, and I talked to both those guys, and, you know, they said it's a lot a lot different from uh, British County football. So I'm very excited for the competition, and uh, also uh, a little nervous. Always tell guys this, man, you got to be ready, right? Because Michael Parsons, we have a pretty good relationship with him here at Penn Live. He did his commitment video with us, and he opted out, did a video with us. Great player. Probably the best athlete I've ever covered in my career. I'm 38, right? Probably 39. And he always told a story. Like three days in, he was like, man, I'm going home. <laughs> you know, down yeah. at Penn State. It's a whole different level, my man. So, and, and you, but you got a brother, man, who's kind of walked it too. I mean, how, how valuable is that, you know, having him as a resource and kind of bounce some things off of and, and maybe guide you? He's great. 
Like he's he's home right now in the area. And I mean, even when he's not, like I'm playing Apex and Xbox, whatever, with him all the time. So I think it's just like the more time I spend around him, like the more I'll kind of get understanding of what the realistic lifestyle is going to be once I'm up there. I learned what Dawn Patrol is, which they don't tell you what Dawn Patrol is until you get there. Dawn Patrol, if you, if you, uh, you know, miss classes or whatever, you're in trouble or something, you got to wake up like three, four in the morning before dawn, get some work in and see all the kind of stuff they won't tell you on the recruiting trail. You know, um, he's been great. He kind of, like I said, told me like all the, the ins and outs of the stuff that only someone who's been through it would know. Yeah, those college coaches are always your best friend till you sign that 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 letter, man. And then it's a business, and and, and they're still your friends and stuff. But you could get them fired too, so they're gonna be hard on you, and they want the best out of you too. So it it is definitely difficult. So it's, it's a tough mental test, I think, for a lot of young guys to make that transition. Hey, you mentioned Apex, man. You you, you play you play an Xbox online, man. I do play a little bit of Xbox, and we were just having this discussion in the commit group chat. Uh, Birch Myers starting to hop on Apex, and Javen from Why Missing. Oh, man. <laughs> so I think when I get back to my dad's house, we're going to be running some trios for sure. I'm a, I'm a one-game guy, man. I, you know, I used to, like, play all those other games and stuff, but I cannot get into the sneak around in the dark, and I'm sneaking around for, like, 30 minutes, and then a guy shoots me, and I'm dead. <laughs> I, play, I play Madden. I play Madden. But when they bring NCAA football back, it's going to be goodbye Madden because you know, I, I loved NCAA football. So I might see what uh might see what, what they got you rated out here in about two or three years. I think it's yeah. coming back in like two years. I'm not much of a video game guy myself, fellas, but uh, we have a lot more questions. But to our fans and our audience listening, we'll be back with more from Joey after a word with our sponsor. The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash Central PA Sports Med to learn more. Okay, and we're back, folks. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. Joey, we talked a lot about, uh, you know, you your anticipation and getting ready for Penn State so far. We talked briefly about video games as well. But I mean, let's kind of segue into your high school career at Exeter Township. I mean, you had 834 receiving yards, nine touchdowns on the season, 894 all-purpose yards. I mean, sort of take us through your career at Exeter, what that experience was like for you growing through the program, et cetera. Well, I mean, I guess, like, you know, both my other two brothers, they went through the program as well, and both, you know, were produced to be D1 Power 5 athletes. So I guess the kind of, the bar was set pretty high to start out with. I've known Coach Bauer, my head coach, from, I mean, the time I was born so he always knew that I was coming up and you know he's excited for me but throughout like a lot of changing moving pieces as far as like you know quarterbacks and stuff like that like we've had I think in my career I've had three different quarterbacks which can be a challenge but um I think that our coaches did a great job putting me in position to succeed putting our team in position to succeed showed it on the field this year and even past years but I think this past year especially you know we had the horses for the race but no doubt, Coach did a great job, and it's been fun. Like, I don't want to leave high school at all. I mean, I got one more season in me, and I'm going to miss the guys from last year. It was a really special group, but I'm, I'm excited for my senior season for sure. Three college athletes in one house, man. How, how did you guys get that together? And, and how, how tall is your dad? Is he like 6'9"? My dad's not even that tall, but my, um, my grandpa is like 6'7". So that's probably where the height comes from originally in the jeans. But I don't know how. We just got blessed, so whatever. I'm not going to question it. What's it like growing up in a house like that? And, you know, outside of football real quick, tell us about you, because we're going to come back to football, because mm-hmm. i got a big question I've been dying to know. But tell us about you, man. Tell us about your family. What's it like growing up in a house where you had the three college athletes and 
Right. Just, you know, what would you tell people about you outside of football, man? Who is Joey, Joey Schlaff? Before football or basketball or anything like that, I think it was just competition. Like, you know how brothers are. It's like my brothers, my older two brothers, so, like, they were a lot closer than me. So my brothers are Michael is, like, 23 right now, and Christian's, like, 20, 28. So they were button heads a lot more than I was because I was always like a baby, you know, and they're a lot closer in age. But it's not like I, you know, get tossed into the mix here and there. Yeah, it's, <laughs> before anything, it was always like it was competition. Like it'd always be like who could eat the most, you know, whatever, who could jump the highest, who can win like twenty-one in the backyard. It's like that competition just breeds when you have brothers. So I think I contribute a lot of my 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 grit and my competition to just growing up with them. You mentioned that your brothers were also, you know, power five type of athletes in high school and went to play off at good programs. I want to kind of ask you why it was that you made the decision you made in choosing a blue and white Penn State. It just felt like home. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody says that it's true. It's like the relationships are real. They're genuine. It's people who honestly will care about you regardless, whatever you got going on in your life. Like, I, I'm so confident in the relationship that I have with Coach Howlett that he's going to put me in the right position as well as Coach Franklin. You know, the stars really aligned. I mean, my brother played there, and, like, I'm telling you that there's just something in me. Like, from the time that I watched my brother play and they'd be coming out of the tunnel and they'd be playing that song, and then when I was on the recruiting trip, I, I felt the same exact thing. Like, it felt the same way. And, and for me to have a chance to be a part of that as well on that field, it just seemed like there was no other choice. I think it has to be exciting, too, for you, man, if you look. Like, the Mike Gusecki's, Pat Farmoose, they've done a good job turning out – there's some talented guys there now at tight end. Um, you're gonna have to go in there and compete with probably for at least a year or two. You know, uh, that's gotta be an exciting prospect too. Just what they've been able to do with the tight end position and how they develop those guys, right? They do have great tight ends right now. There's no doubt. But I think what's crazy is like they use them like not even that they're good. They're just like so many more than like other schools. Like you look around, like who else three tight ends and they're not even like in line. Like they'll be certain formations, but they'll just all like be spread out like receivers. And, like, the way I think of myself is definitely more of a receiving tight end. So, I mean, although tight end's initial position is, you know, in line, whatever, blocking, all that kind of stuff, I'll be doing my fair share of blocking for sure. But I think, like, the, the receiving aspect of it is just, like, a perfect fit for me. Nebby asked you about coming up through that Exeter program. Last year was an incredible year for you guys. I know you guys came close to getting, getting to Hershey, I think, um, and what was the, what was the last year like for Exeter Township? Because I've been here, in, in Pennsylvania, I think six years now. You know, it seems like that was the best year that I've seen Exeter have. And you too, I think your rise kind of you were a prospect, but it really took off. I think last year going into the season, and then uh, so it had to be an incredible last year for you. One could argue it was Exeter's best season. We didn't win the county championship, but it was our first ever district championship. I remember it was the same kind of dilemma with Michael uh, when he was when he was playing here. He won the county championship over Mifflin in 2015, and it just kind of felt like that same kind of game because I was at that game uh, when he was playing. It's just like another one of those big, like pivotal steps for the program, I think, because it, it's something that really put us on the map. I feel like to be talked about more. I don't know if you know this or not, but first time we played Mifflin this past season, we got blown out, mm-hmm. like, yep. and that was like on our home turf too, and. Um, I mean, that run, we were so hungry all out through through playoffs. Um, like I said, we didn't end up winning the county chip. Uh, Mifflin won that over Briggs Catholic, I believe. Um, I was at that game. It was pouring rain. It was awful. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, throughout the whole thing, it's just like first couple games, like, okay, let's see what we can do. I mean, we get W after W. And like, 
played teams like Mannheim Central just we had to put it blatantly mm. and not what anyone expected like we were getting like even like the Cedar Crest game it was like expected like 27 to 24 loss mm-hmm. and like I think you uh, were one of the only ones Linder that projected us to win that game like out of your whole group everyone's saying <laughs> Blind luck. <laughs> I believe, look, I, you guys had some good players. People don't know. It just wasn't just Joey. You guys had, you know, Josh Strauss and, and a lot of guys, right? Uh, TJ, you guys had some ball players last year, man. Sure. I mean, we had, I think, two All-State linemen, JR and, and Ty Yoakum, who are both uh, All-State linebackers. Eric, I'm pretty sure, made All-State. Our quarterback was slept on, and he, he, had, to, oof, he had to wait his turn for so long. Gavin did a great job last year. Uh, Gavin McCusker before Colin. But, man, this is a guy I played basketball, football, baseball with my whole life. And it kind of perfectly came together that, that you know, he was going to quarterback my, or his senior year. And it just fit. Like, he doesn't get talked about enough. But, man, he worked in the offseason. Like, every offseason. Like, he knew he wasn't going to start. Just worked his butt off. And in the biggest moments, I think he really showed that, you know, he was a baller. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned you mentioned how you guys had a, a tough schedule this season. I mean, you lost to Governor Mifflin, you lost to Central York, but you guys got your your revenge against Governor Mifflin in the playoffs. I mean, talk to us a bit about how sweet that feeling was. You know, beating Cedar Clifton, beating Governor Mifflin afterwards, and you know, trying to still further on that that playoff run that you were on. Well, that's definitely like a big, I guess, I, I could say, rival school Mifflin mm-hmm. and Exeter. You know, up until that point, everyone thought that. You know, Mifflin was going to have the best of us, no doubt. But uh, when I tell you, like, it's, it's something weird that I've never even felt in the game before. It was like 15 degrees out there, man, and wind was blowing your face. Like, the worst conditions besides, like, rain, whatever. But when I tell you that, like, the consensus around our team was that we were winning this game. We were in warm-ups. Everyone felt the same way. Everyone felt, you know, we're going out here. We're taking this win. Like. Our student section was crazy. We were getting loud. And I just like, I don't know else to say it, but like I knew that we were going to win. I had this 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 feeling that we were just going to win the game. And I, no one even like questioned it. Like we all just went out there and did it because we expect, I mean, I don't know if it was just because, you know, we were on that, that high from the playoff run that just, you know, we're still in that mode or whatever. But I think that Governor Miffin kind of took us as, as a pushover, to be honest. And you know, we weren't having it. We were, we were out there for the for the medal, and um, that's how it ended up. It was a crazy game, very emotional game. Uh, I remember after after the game, we we you know ran off the field and celebrated with student section and all that. What Ty Yoakum's older brother Chase Yoakum, he was a great uh, quarterback at at Exeter. He came on as a coach, and <laughs> I was like, "What do we do now?" And then he just looked at me. You know, he's like, well, "I don't know. I've never been through this myself." So you're uh, you're exploring new territory here. It's it crazy, you know, to think about that. Called my Coach Howard after the game. I called my brother. We were getting so hyped in the locker room, and, and they're both really proud to see that. But it was a special moment. Yeah, you know, you didn't win a state championship, but I don't think anybody that night had picked you guys to win. Nobody expected you guys to win, but you. And when you go out and you get a win like that, that's a you'll never forget that game, right? I mean, that's a that's a lifetime moment, right? That's that's staying with you forever. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt about it at all. Um, I think that's another thing that just fueled our fire that week. We were just making making a lot of steps that, that we haven't before. And, you know, our coach, coach was telling us, like, you know, you go out there, not a soul in that stadium expects you to win and come out with anything. You know, it's, it's like, but why not? Like, why not do it? 
the, the one thing about that game, and you guys definitely earned it, like you said, you guys knew you were going to go out there and do it, blew my mind. Were you guys, like, shocked that they only gave Nick Singleton the ball, like, three times in the second half or something? I mean, uh, had, you, you had to be loving it, right? Because he is, like, Adrian Peterson, I think. I mean, there's a lot of speculation about, like, why why he didn't really get the ball. I don't know. To be honest with you, I don't know why he didn't get the ball. I definitely think he should have gotten it more. Well, I mean, if I wanted to win, but yeah. But yeah. <laughs> hey, you're going to, you know, we could talk about it now because you're going to play with that guy. Yeah. And what was it like all week? You guys done played him one time. Just so people know what we're talking about here. Like I said, you guys earned it. I don't want to take anything away from that extra talent. It was amazing. Everybody in the state talked about that game that night and what you guys went out there and done. But when you look at that guy on film and you're on the field with that guy, He's a different type of guy, right? I mean, he's special. Oh, my God, yeah. I mean, he's definitely the most explosive player that I've ever seen play. Like, hands down, period. Mm-hmm. He plays both sides great. He's so fast. It's like, he's like, you know, our fastest guy probably last year was JR. And I remember there was like a, you're like a swing or like a little short pass. But yeah, that's a left. And this man literally hawked JR down from like a five-yard deficit with like a matter of like 15 yards. Mm. I was like, wow. Like that. That's something you don't see, like, from JR. Like, JR is, like, he runs, like, a 4-6 something. He just got hawked down. I was like, wow. Nebby and I talked about it, dude. You know, Nebby's a Harrisburg Cougar, and Harrisburg went and played him. And Harrisburg, it's got athletes everywhere. Mm -hmm. And when he hit a corner on Harrisburg, it was good by, you know, I mean, just a different level, right? Yeah, he definitely has God-given ability and talent. So, Joey, I want to ask you this. I'm going to kind of transition a bit here. I mean, yeah, at your size, 6'6", six, six, what, 215, 220, you're considered the prototype for a tight end, right? I mean, talk to us a bit about, you know, who are some of your favorite tight ends to watch in the game? Just like, I mean, there's, you know, when we were on the, the recruiting trips and even my brother's freshman year, I believe uh, he was still playing for Penn State. And, like, that is literally exactly what I want to be. Mm-hmm. Like, jump ball, outrun linebackers, out jump corners make yards on flat routes, you know, just like having his like his build and, and just speed. Like there's just so many things that come together for him to be what he is. And I think that guy over anybody is who I try to embody myself as. Like I think he's he's probably who I would want to be end up as, like as far as frame. Yeah, I get curious sometimes. I just wanted to ask, you know, because I like to know what you know, people pay attention to what, you know, their positions, who's playing in the league, college, etc. I mean, I, I like Brent Selleck a lot as a tight end. I'm a born Eagles fan. You get what I'm saying? I actually got a chance to meet Brent Selleck as a kid at LaShawn McCoy's Shady Shootout in Harrisburg. Yeah, he used to have a, a basketball tournament every single summer at Re- Reservoir Park. But yeah, I saw a, a little bit of comparisons between you and Brent Selleck when watching your film. But, you know, that's just my take on it. You know, we're getting ready and we'll change gears on you a little bit here. We're going to ask you a few more. We're going to take it home, Joey, but uh, we're getting, you know, 23rd. We're coming up on the blue-white game. How excited are you to get down and check that out? Also, man, now that you're a commit, have you uh, you've been making a recruiting pitch to anybody? Or, uh, you know, how, how's that going? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a, a role that I've assumed um, with all of our guys, for sure. It's like we're heavy on that. And it's not like, you know, we got the shiny gold stuff for any combo defense table, blah, blah, photo shoot, blah, blah. I think it's just like people understand that when you talk about Penn State, it's like either like you're going to be there because you're a good dude and you're about the people, you're about the team. And I think that all the recruits embody that for sure. Uh, we got some funny kids, though, that definitely like have good personalities. 
that I think make it a lot easier to talk to recruits and just make it feel like home. You know what I mean? And that's another big part of the blue white game. You know, I want to go up there and connect with all those guys and also some of the guys that we're, you know, we're big on right now. Um, you know, just kind of make them feel like home. It's going to be a big next year for you, man, just in terms of, Hey, Exeter lost a bunch of good guys. We talked about J.R. Strauss and Ty. And J.R. Strauss went to Villanova, right? I yeah. think he's going to be a heck of a player for them. No doubt. I, I love that guy, man. And Gavin McCusker. And you guys got some guys to replace and stuff like that. I'm sure you're probably excited that you're going to be looked at as a leader for the team coming back. And just personally, got a lot of work to do before we, you know, you get to State College. How are you approaching the next year? How excited are you about the next year? And Like I so said, just coming off what was a huge year in your life. Even though we did, you know, have some losses in the offseason, like I don't, I don't want the mentality to be any less than it was last year. Uh, I think that is so much more powerful than I'm not saying more than who you have on your team, but like just, just that's half the battle. Like having the mindset to get there is half the battle. Like having the horses for it, yeah, okay. But I think since we know we've broken that that ceiling, that we finally entered our name into that category. I think that sets, you know, a precedent for, you know, all of our, our teams to come like that, that, you know, Xer is about that. We can, we can reach that. And one last question here before we let you go, Joey, it's something Brian and I like to ask our athletes each week when they come on here, being as though you're coming to the almost the end of your high school career for other athletes listening to this podcast in Pennsylvania or whoever's tapped in all over the world, what piece of advice would you give to them in terms of, the recruiting process, being a student athlete, or any type of motivational message? I would say just keep your head down. Don't worry about anybody else besides yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, it's easy to get caught up in, in all the hype around recruiting and who's doing what and, and you know, like changes in the offseason, whatever. But honestly, it's like if you really have aspirations to, you know, to make something special of yourself as far as football goes, it's like just worry about you. Trust in the people around you. If you have like a trainers or, or coaches or whatever it may be, just, you know, they're going to lead you the right direction. Just as long as you're fulfilling your tasks and worry like the day to day, what you can control, you'll end up where you want to be. Wise words from a decent young man, Brian. Joey, my man, listen, when you get to Penn State, the reporters are going to love you. The media is mm -hmm. going to love you. Great interview, my man. And you're only going to get better with practice as you move up. It's great to finally talk to you. I've watched a ton of your film. Future's bright, my man. And, and I'm excited for you. I'm going to get back with you. We're going to do something big going into the season. And, you know, maybe next year during the season, we can get you back on the podcast. We do this year round. But, man, listen, I really, really appreciate you coming on. Great talking to you. I think people are going to enjoy it. I think Penn State fans are really going to enjoy hearing this podcast, too. So, man, keep it up. Keep grinding. Keep working hard. Keep doing right. This future's bright, my man. Much appreciated. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. That concludes our podcast, everyone. Thank you for our guest, Joey Schlaffer. Be sure to come to PennLive.com and subscribe for all of our exclusive content. Follow Joey on Twitter. <laughs> right? You got to get... Hey, look, you, real quick. Joey, NIL is a real thing, my man. Tell them how to follow you on social because when you get to that next level, can't do in the PIAA. When you get to that next level, those followers are going to be valuable. So follow Joey on Twitter and social IG. I don't know if you got IG. But where, can they, where can they find you, Joey? Uh, Joey underscore underscore Schlaffer is my Instagram. Uh, Joey underscore Schlaffer is my uh, my Twitter. S-C-H-L-A-F-F-E-R. Look for the blue check. <laughs> <laughs> three, three years from now when you're at Penn State and, and, and some business wants to come come hook you up, you you know, 
Just remember old B-Lander helped you get those extra yes, 100 followers yes, there. Yes, sir. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right, my man. All right, buddy. Good talking to you. The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash central PA sports med to learn more.